0: Dial pound 529 on your cell. Pound lol, that's all. And Now, now, it's the Mike Calter Show.
1: It is 814 on the Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. In the studio with us is our old friend Carlos Mencia, who we have not seen because of the pandemic time. and over here yeah, i mean went to a point where we're like every three months where you were in town in some capacity
0: yeah and now gonna, yeah i was gonna call you next last week but
1: yeah and now uh wh- now what did you do during the pandemic do you hunker down and just stay home because i loved it i love i stay here and i never want to leave
0: uh yeah dude well first of all i got a three-year-old well four-year-old son now yeah so i got to be a home. stay-at-home dad for probably
1: for the first kid for the
0: first time ever dude yeah. my, my oldest was pissed bro Uh, i never got this right right like every time i would do something i'd be like hey man you want to go to the zoo you never took near the zoo (laughs) like you know what bro your your education cost enough yeah
1: yeah plus you you got a car yeah uh, yeah yeah. like he's
0: fine but so that was cool the hard part for me was having to go to the internet like having to confront that monster that i kind of ignored for a decade or so. Don't you think it's
1: so? I all right. Well, I'm gonna tell you my opinion first, and you tell me. Sure. I know that with a certain amount of success is gonna come haters. Yes. You had a particular situation where your <laughs> your hate. Yes. Uh, just so happens to come at somebody who's ver, from somebody who's very popular right now. Correct. So it's even worse. Right. So um, I listen. I've done everything i can to say I, I i i'm only going to judge people based on how they are right. with me that's right. all i can do right i love you i think you're great you've I been guess. a great guest on the right. show I think you're Thanks, very man. funny, and that's uh, all I care about. You've been a good friend, right? Uh, and I don't care, and, and I love when I put uh, Carlos is going to be on the show on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, and people yeah. are like, oh, why would you? Like, Shut, Shut up, it, stupid. It's still, still, but, no, I didn't. Fifteen but years later, my, still. My, my, wow. my problem is there is that bothers me because it shows that people are are sheep. Because there's plenty of people that the first time you were coming on the show were like maybe like eh, then they listen now people love you right and uh, and we you have the one great thing that, about you is. Since the very first time we've ever had you on the show on the phone before you even met, you've never not answered a question. You've right. never lied about anything. Does right. you've been completely open and honest. Right. To the point where some of it's been uh some of it, you've opened up some areas in your life that have been really sad Brutal. that have been really happy, you're just one of the most honest guests yeah uh, Jay Moore was here a couple of weeks ago, yeah you and Jay Moore are probably two of the most honest guests while we'll around wish, on the show.
0: I wish you I wish I would have known that I would have uh, told you he we did a show together for a fireman uh in Cincinnati, and at the end of the show he, he said to me man that's that's the greatest stand-up performance I've ever seen in my life really. Yeah, he said that to me. I yeah. was, that was like, I usually don't let that stuff kind of get in. You yeah, know but what that's, I
1: mean? good to, that's good to hear sometimes, especially yeah. from somebody you know that you, yeah. if you respect somebody, if you're doing yeah. a show with them, sure.
0: It was, ru- it was rough for me because you know I ignored the internet. Like, dude, somebody came up to me last year and really weirdly, very seriously looked at me and said, dude, great performance, one of the best ever." And you know, you're the first one, right? That sucks. I'm sorry about that. And I went, "I'm your first comedian?" Uh-huh. And he goes. No, you're the first person to ever get canceled by the internet. If you literally look at cancel culture uh, true. and the way it begins, yeah. you are the first person that the internet ever canceled. And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> yes! yeah.
1: Wait, why am
0: I happy about not, this? That's such
1: a medal of honor.
0: Yeah, and and so I like began to go online and, you know, confront uh, like uh, all of the the, the the hate and the crazies and the negatives and then I started hanging out with comedians, you know, and there were some really awesome revelations, dude. Really, really awesome ones. I finally, finally found the answers that I'd been looking for for over a decade about comedians and why they hate me and all that kind of stuff and why they said I steal stuff. Uh I finally figured it out by hanging out with all these guys. So one of them is a lot of these comics, uh, the young comics, wanted me to – be a mentor and say to them, hey, that was a funny performance. Right? Right. Yeah. So one of the revelations was a buddy of mine goes, you know, dude, sometimes you need to apologize for stuff that you don't even know you did. Yeah. And I went, wait wait a minute. What, do you, what do you mean do. by that? Yeah. What did what I do to you? So one of my best friends goes, okay, do you remember blah, blah, blah? I go, oh, wow, yeah. That was the first time I ever invited somebody outside of the family to hang out with my family for Christmas. And you're the one. Okay. He goes, yeah. And you remember what happened? I go, Yeah. I had bought you an Xbox, but in my head I'm like, you can't buy somebody an Xbox. This, because this was for anybody listening that doesn't get it. This was back in the day before internet play, so you had to get them a second a uh, controller because right, right. you only it only came with, one. Came with one, and you Real... had to play with other people. Yeah. You couldn't just go online like right. it wasn't like today. Right. So I got him an extra controller, and I tried to package it in a way that didn't, but it just looked like an extra controller. Yeah. yeah. So I go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to gag gift them. So I give him the, the controller, controller as a gift.
1: <laughs>
0: Literally, dude, he's getting into his car at the end of the night. And I run out and I go, come on, yeah. bro. What did you
1: think? I was going to get your controller. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. So I give him that. So anyway, from from my perspective, that's what happened. Yeah. He said to me, dude, I, 20, it was about 20 years later. He goes, that still haunts me. I, I've never wanted to bring it up to you. But, dude, it hurt my feelings. Wow. <sighs>
1: Uh, he he couldn't take a joke, or he took it well, the wrong way.
0: He took it like, "I'm your friend. I've supported you in ways that nobody else has. How could you put me down like that? How could you demean me like that? How could you, how could you make me look like a like an a hole in front of everybody else? Like, right. and had you brought it up, like had you given a gift right away? Right I kidding, but the fact that it was by the end of the night, nobody knew, and and. For the first time in my life, I didn't do what you just did. You know your face is like, yeah, yeah, what? Why? Yeah. Exactly. You understand I
1: went, what his point of view was.
0: For, it was the first time that I went, I just hurt your feelings yeah. is what it is. And the respect that you have for me was so great that you didn't even say anything. You just were living in that hurt. Yeah. I, I started crying. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Because I knew. Like, I knew. So, dude, yeah. I started calling a bunch of comedian friends
1: like sorry for the Xbox like, do I need to you. do something <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah and one of them was I got off stage after a standing ovation I looked at you in the eye I wanted you to tell me that you saw it and you went you know one day you're gonna be really funny uh, and I went <laughs> it's an obvious joke yeah, yeah, you yeah. just got a standing ovation how could you and he was like bro I just wanted and I was like oh my god but instead of saying instead of demeaning or diminishing their pain, I actually felt it for the first time and kind of understood it. Yeah. And so that... Allowed me to call a bunch of comedians and squash a lot of stuff because their hurt was on that level. Yeah, that was number one.
1: By the way, I tell you, it's t- two guys are hanging out with pussies. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. But I get it. Oh, no, but no, no, no,
1: no. I get it. It was
0: a lot of phone calls,
1: bro. I just think of how bad I've treated Spanish over the years. <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to apologize. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, you know what though, dude, there, there's figure it out, bro, because I'm telling you, man, it yeah. was over 30 comedians that I called, and they all had a story like that. Wow. That I thought Huck, you're a comedian right right you How should be you able to know understand a joke that? yeah but it, it was there and and it because you know you know this about comedians dude we're a little
1: yeah you, you you're know, all what insecure, they, we're insecure you know, I'm trying and to we're think though like, out
0: and, but with the
1: Xbox thing yes. I I'd be I'd be proud of your dedication to the bit you made me wait all the way till I got to the car before you gave me the thing like, I I mean I'm not this guy so I don't know where his that's head was that's what I at.
0: thought right well his head was this You never made it okay, so to speak, in front of everybody else. Okay. By the end of the day, I'm the guy you gave an Xbox controller to in front of all, after everything I've done for you and blah, 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 blah. Right. So I kind of understood that. The other thing that happened was I'm hanging out with my friend, Willie Barsena. There's some young comedians. Everybody's like, it's kind of a get together during COVID. So it's outside. There's a bonfire. They're smoking weed. They're drinking. I'm kind of staying back because I'm very reserved around these kind of people just mm-hmm. because of all the stuff that's happened. And so uh, he goes, he gets drunk enough to go, I love Carlos, but Carlos, don't don't get mad. Don't get mad. I'm like, oh, my uh, God, something's coming. Yeah. He goes, one time I went on stage, and I did a joke, and it bumped. And Carlos went on after me, and he did the same joke, and he killed because that's how good he is. And I went pro. First of all, dude. Can we stop with those legends? Right. <laughs> I can't tell a joke that you already told right, the same night. The same yeah. night right after you and make it funny if it's not funny. Right. I don't get it. What are you talking about? And he goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, What joke? Just I, I remember most stuff. So he goes, "Oh, I went up on stage. I talked about how my mom used to beat me with a wooden spoon." And then you went up on stage and talked, you know, did the same thing and I went, "Wait, I remember the night." Yeah. "No, no. You talked about how your mom hit you with a wooden spoon. I went on stage and I even said, you know how Willie talked about his mom? Let me tell you about my mom. And then I did a story about how when I uh, they sent a sheriff to our school. Really long story, but they sent a the sheriff to our school to tell us it's illegal to beat your kids. Because I grew up in a very
1: right beat predominant, your kid family.
0: Beat your kid, no neighborhood. Oh really? Because <laughs> there were so many immigrants. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah. They didn't get it, so they had to tell us, like, "Hey, when your parents hit you, that's, that's that's bad. Yeah, that's bad." And so, anyway, the joke ends with my mom taking me to Mexico and beating my ass in Mexico. Like, but it's it, there's no wooden spoon in it. There's no anything. And I went, wait. So you thought? That was the same joke. Right. And so now I start calling comedians about that. And it's pretty much moments like that. Like when the Da Vinci Code came out, the Da Vinci Code was basically about Jesus and Mary Magdalene had kids. Right. So on Mind Dimensia, we did a sketch based on that. You know, and then some people went, You stole it from Sam Kennison. It's like, No, we did it, dude. Uh, this movie came out. We're talking about the movie. Don't, I, I'm sorry that it came up before. Right. So. Once I learned that, that, that little piece, it just freed my soul, bro, because forever, it's like you say, I'm honest. Forever, I've been saying to myself, like, did I do it? Like, am I sure? Am I devious to myself? Like, yeah. I'm, I, am I this devious person that they think I am? Like, even to you, like, I never said I didn't do it certitude. It ought to be like, hey, I record my shows, check it out. You right. know, it was always open to, to an interpretation, but once I found that, I went, oh, God, that's what it is. And now I realize that for me, you know, it, comedy is nuanced, right? Like, if you watch this show that I did, I don't know, God, 25 years ago, it's called The Three Amigos. Uh We kind of talk about each other. And uh Pablo Francisco and uh, Freddie Soto are talking about me, and Freddie Soto goes, "You know Carlos can take one little tiny thing and do ten minutes on that just one little tiny thing because to me it 's- spe- it 's very specific you can 't go up on stage and say, Mama, maybe me with a wooden spoon, and then claim all ass whooping jokes right i 've seen so many that.
1: comedians especially <laughs> Italians talk about getting hit with a wooden spoon that 's not a that's not a thing. But, but, not a, even, yeah. but even
0: if that's your thing, if I go up and do a wooden spoon joke after a wooden spoon joke, I get it. Right. But it, but if your wooden spoon joke inspires me to talk about how my mom took me to Mexico to beat my ass, yeah. that's a whole different level. And it's he, a different thing.
1: And even if you reference, you reference the other guy's joke.
0: And I, yeah, every single time, by the way. Yeah. I referenced it, and my referencing it. Right. So the way I looked at it was, I'm not. I'm going to show respect to these guys and go, hey, man. What he said inspired me to tell you the right, story right, about right, my life, right, so give him credit for it, but they took it like, oh well, that was you like okaying and i and I thought wow. is this
1: all be- is this because now you've been <laughs> tagged you've been tagged like that, so it's easy to just blame
0: well now it's no now, now there's a new wave of Of young comedians who don't know anything about it, just the story. Right. And they see me perform. Yeah. And they watch me do an hour and 45 minutes, two hours. And these kids are going around going, dude, this dude is just funny, man. I don't know what anybody else is talking about, blah, blah, blah. You know, like so. But for me personally, it was just like, oh, my God. Okay, I get it now. I finally found out why you guys say what you say. I understand it now. And I'm so liberated. Dude. Yeah, I'm so it's better for you a now. Place.
1: What about dealing with uh, with fans? Um, I, I, I here's the thing: I find that the internet is the home of the big the big cowards. There is yes. the, the same people that are going to buy tickets to your show and yes. come see you are the same ones that are going to be like, oh, and then Carlos did this right. uh, online because right. they're big. They're all big pussies. Right. Uh, so that never bothers me. It what bothers right. me is the ones who. Like uh, if somebody has a factual thing wrong, if they're like, "Well, the first time Carlos was on my show was last year," and I'm like, "Carlos been right. coming on the show," those are the ones that drive me crazy because I'm like, "You're wrong. These are facts, and you're wrong." But the opinions of you know, like Carmen. Carmen's on our show. You've right. seen Carmen a bunch of times. She's hey. beautiful. Yes. I, I hey, put, beautiful. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I put a picture of Carmen on the internet. It'll get a thousand views, mm-hmm. and there'll be ten guys with no pictures, or guys with real ugly wives. that'll be like, right. she looks. She doesn't look good in this picture. She ain't that hot. Right. She's fugly, you know. And they're <laughs> like, oh, of course you lose her because look at who right. you're married to. You're right. gonna be jealous <laughs> of everybody. Like that, the kind of stuff. I'm just, I'm over. I know it doesn't bother me at all. But you <laughs> got a, you got a, a more serious situation. No,
0: not anymore. Dude. Well, but I mean, like, I'm, in, I'm completely, yeah, dude. When you I'm were... completely, completely, completely over it. I get it now, and I've called whoever I need to call, and now I know. No, I didn't take those. I was doing stuff that 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 they thought was similar and got a laugh. But you know, I'm I'm all about the little thing, and so now I'm just I'm crazy, 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 open. Do crazy you know what? Can I tell you what I
1: find about yeah. being friends with you? I, I I'm. Completely un- unapologetic. I don't care who it is. I'm going to be friends with whoever I want to be friends with. And if other people or other comedians or whoever is going to be like, oh, I don't, I'm like, I don't care. I'm not asking you to do anything. This is my show. It's got right. my name on it. I don't care. Right. But there are comedians who like you. Yeah. But are afraid to be associated with you. Correct. Because of Joe Rogan's power. Correct. Yeah. And that is. <laughs> Ironically,
0: to me. though, think about this. Joe Rogan pretty much started cancel culture by by doing it to me. And now he sits around and complains yeah. about cancel culture, which ironically, if you follow that I'm the first one, then he's the first one to literally do that to somebody else. Do you
1: remember Ant, the comedian? He was Of only- course. Okay, so I haven't seen that guy in years. I don't know what's up. But I remember watching the first last comic standing. Yeah. And Joe Rogan was a judge. Yeah. And Ant told a really funny joke. And then they went back to Joe, and he was like, eh, "It's it's a it's a stock joke. You you t- took it from a." And I was like, "Oh, what is he a killjoy for? If it's a stock joke, let him tell it and be. You know what I mean? Right?" As was just weird. Then he did the thing to you, and I'm like, "What is Joe Rogan the joke police? He's got to go out and and uh, he, he and, was for a while. He, he, he was for a while. I, uh, yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand at the time. Yeah. yeah, he accused Leary as well. Yeah, I didn't understand at the time. Then I realized." He was a guy who was uh, he had money, he had power, he had physical power and he just wasn't afraid so he was going to be able to go do whatever he wanted to do and he was also one of the first people to start recording everything so things would go viral and all that same way you say the first person would cancel culture right so uh, you know that's that's the thing but now now I, I would well know. If they if, if there was an opportunity for you to go and sit down with him on his show would you I've do that I never
0: I've never hated the guy No I don't think you do And he, I've never had any like ill will toward the guy I I've always like people go you got to beef with him I've never had to beef with the but guy But he still has a beef with you I got I, yeah. I don't know what to say bro Yeah I know, you know what
1: I, I mean? I, But uh, but would you now that hit now that his show is at a level of where it is Right I would I would think it would be uh interesting to see the two of you sit there and he could actually instead of him ambushing you sit there and talk to you and he can he can hear you as a person and talk to you about well, your Well,
0: here's a funny thing that 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 happened, you know, with regards to to the show is that I don't know, like there was a weird switch in comedy in the past year and a half or something. Uh-huh. So what but with him specifically, he was a producer on the show called The Soar. You know, you know the story. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one episode that was pretty much about me, right? Uh And my friends called me up afterwards, and they were like, "Dude, I can't believe you're such a pussy." Like about what? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do the show? I'm like, y- are you under the impression that I was asked
1: and said no to yeah. be on
0: and said no? When have I not wanted to confront this or talk about this? Right. Never. Right. I was not invited to be on it. And after that, uh, I got, dude, there's three scripts in development right now, two uh, pilot scripts that are being written, and they all came because people called me up afterwards or said, hey, that's not fair that you weren't on that. That's not cool what they did to you because they made it seem like their opinion – was it. Right. And that's... Well, I wonder why... So, I I don't think my point is, I don't think he'll have
1: me on the show. Yeah, well, but here's my thing with him, is he doesn't seem like somebody who is... Uh, shies away from controversy, so I don't know why. Also, I think I think one of two things are going to happen for him that are win-win for him. He's either going to have a great show with you where you say, "Hey, like you're saying today, I did a lot of soul searching and these are the things I found out," uh, and you guys high-five at the end. Right. Or he says to you, "I still don't like you and I still think you would do this," and you say, "I don't care what you think and you have a good show and the controversy is good for everybody." So it's a win-win.
0: Yeah. I, I don't, don't hey, listen. I mean, he can I don't know if he remembers. But one of the first things that he and I ever spoke about was he came up and said, hey, how's it going? Uh, blah, blah, blah. I said, I'm Carlos Messia. He said, hey, man, I, you're really funny. I, I remember looking at him go, going, you know, I have a reputation around here. So I just want you to look, like not think that I'm shying away from it or I don't want you to hang out with me and have people hate you because yeah, I already right. was feeling hate. Yeah. And he goes, "No, nah, dude, I've seen you perform many times. You work you work your ass off. You work hard. You're funny. I'm good." Yeah. So the one of the first things I addressed with him with him was, you know, some people don't like me. Yeah, yeah. And Be- they say stuff about me. So, you know, they call me a joke thief. And yeah. he was like, no, nah, I see you. You're good." And then we went from that to what it is now. So,
1: I, it's crazy. it's crazy that this still lingers after all these years.
0: It you know what? For me it was because, you know, I had to I had to go online. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I had to not just delete every single person that said anything negative. Right. Sometimes you've got to engage with it yeah. to see where it's coming from.
1: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Sometimes you delete them and sometimes you <laughs> confront right. them. Like, I, I'm not a friend. When somebody asks me a question, why would you do this? And I answer them. I go, right. and I go hey, look, right. you asked me a question. Right. I answered you. Right. Deal with it now. Right. Don't,
0: I could have just blocked you and never saw you again. But, but for me, yeah, for me, it's just a peace of mind, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, like, you know, I don't question stuff anymore. I don't question, you know, for 10 years, dude, every bit I wrote, I questioned it. I thought, oh, did I do this? Like, I'll give you an example. But, you know, back in the day, I used to do jokes about why aren't there Latinos in movies or certain movies, you know? So the other day, I'm watching Shane chi the Ten Rings yeah, yeah. Marvel movie. Yeah. And uh, so I've watched a lot of Asian, specifically Chinese martial arts movies, and in all of those movies, in the epic movies where they're rich, they have those shoes that kind of have a little point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or in the other ones, they have the Bruce Lee black with the... You know what I mean? Yeah, that's little... it. But they rarely have sandals. Right. So in this movie, in the beginning, this chick is wearing sandals, which in my Latino brain, I immediately go chanclas. That's what we call chancletas. That's like... That's our mom's thing. Like, uh-huh. that's our thing. Like, if you watch the movie... uh Coco, there's a scene where grandma uses her thing and she pulls <laughs> yeah, it out like it's yeah. a, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> and what that's, is that, chancletas? It's a, a clip.
1: I'm learning a new word.
0: Right, so so when she does this sweeping move, in my head I went, that could be a superhero for us, like <laughs> as a joke, but for real. like. Yeah. And then I thought, oh my God, I've done jokes about this for 30 years already. Is it, should I, this is where I would have Now spent. you're worried about stealing from yourself. Yeah, exactly, but I'm not like that anymore. Yeah, so yeah. now it was like, oh my God, now... I'm going to do a joke about this because I, Asians have this movie. Women have Wonder Woman. Black people have Black Panther. Come on. Yeah, dude. you got nothing. Right? And I'm going to spoiler alert for the movie Eternals. Yeah. I'm going to give you 10 seconds or just close your eyes or whatever you want to do. Spoiler alert. But I got to talk about this because I want to go see it because Selma Hayek's in it. Yeah, I yeah. thought, there's a Latina. Uh-huh. She's the first person to die. Uh, Seriously, uh, bro.
1: Remember when black people used to be the first people to die? <laughs> That's what yeah. I thought. I
0: go, dude, this is like thirty years later, and I'm like listening to a black guy go. Why a black guy gotta die in <laughs> the beginning? Like I was watching Star Trek, and then there was a black guy. I was like, oh, there he goes. He gonna die. Like I was thinking the exact same. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this feeling black, but this is real. So. Right. So now I'm thinking, okay, now I gotta write. Now I gotta write a joke yeah. about the Latino superhero <laughs> because we need one. Uh-huh. And now I don't even care if it's racist, uh, right? <laughs> right? Like, That's I don't. Got, worry about, so, yeah. Well, first of all, because my friend goes. Well, what if it's racist? I go, or, or stereotypical. I go, dude, the Chinese one was about kung fu and dragons. Can yeah, you yeah, get yeah, more yeah, stereotype yeah, yeah. than that? All it needed was a fortune cookie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, great name for a, uh, Hispanic superhero, chocolateta
0: Chancleta, Chancleta lady. <laughs> she was good. But I'm thinking maybe, okay, so instead of the Black Panther, the brown coyote. <laughs> right? And he doesn't even have superpowers. Uh, he, he just grants citizenship. Like uh, that's uh, his American superpower. Right. Or you are now yeah, could you like yeah, he see yeah. like he sees sad people like sad like immigrants and he's like what's the problem and they're crying they're going to deport me and he goes no <laughs> look in your pocket you know what I mean and they pull it out and they're like it's a birth certificate you know <laughs> we the
1: people exactly <laughs> That's so, so funny
0: but I was thinking this actually could be a real one even though I don't have a name for it so right now the name is the builder cleaner El builder cleaner uh-huh. all right so here's what it is. Every pretty much epic movie that they've had so far, whether it's Marvel or DC, at the end, they pretty much destroy a city or a section of the city. Oh, yeah. And when you come back for the next version of the movie, the city is still destroyed. Right. So that's where we have... El Builder Cleaner. Uh, <laughs> so instead of the city being destroyed the next day, all superheroes wake up, and everything is rebuilt again, and everything is clean. Uh, and everybody's like, who did it? Yeah, it's like, El Builder Cleaner. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean?
1: Who did it? Who and always does it? The Mexicans. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: when they go, how did you rebuild so quickly? I think his tagline should be, I don't use permits. Uh, like, that would be like, his tagline. <laughs> no permit. Uh, what is this? Uh, <laughs> it's a garage. No, it's a 3 bedroom apartment.
1: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> no permits and so
0: like i i can write that joke now right. freely
1: yeah and i know worried. that
0: i've addressed it before and i know that it's stuff that i've done but I'm going to go there because I get it now. I get where the germination is. I, I, dude, I wanted to, I, I literally left myself open for decades to see if they were right. And they weren't right. Yeah. That's not what I was doing. And well, so now it's just, I'm such a great place. Like, Carlos,
1: you can only, you can only worry about yourself. And you, you, you in order to, to live your life, you got to yeah. be happy and you got to go. Yeah,
0: except. Do you... We we use the internet. Yeah. You know? like I know, but... Because uh, when people say, why do you care? Well, sadly, I'm one of those professions where I have to care. Yeah,
1: because you're trying to please people. And exactly. that is your job. I get it. I, I get it. But you have people, to... I'm
0: making people happy regardless of. I need to know... Look, I needed to know why these people hated me. Straight up. And, and you know what's funny, man? I saved one of my friend's jobs. And dude, he works for... Uh, huge huge pharma company Uh and so when this whole thing first started and and i was hanging out with him we were playing around the golf and he goes what are you gonna do and i said i'm gonna go to therapy and figure out why these comics hate me i i i don't think it's for the reasons that they say but you know when when the whole community turns on you there's something to it and i need to go to therapy to figure out my part In All of this hate. So he internalized that cut to a few years later. He's a president of a southwestern region like that goes from this state to Alabama, North Carolina, all that stuff. Anyway, he's with a client and he makes kind of a joke. And at the end of the night, they tell him, hey, bro, you shouldn't be making those jokes. That is highly inappropriate. And he immediately went, oh, my God, what am I doing? I need to. It's not them. I can't blame them for not laughing. Right. And so he said, I went to therapy. I told them I'm sorry. I told the company that I need to work on some stuff. And I did that because I learned from you. And because of that, they didn't fire me. And a dude who makes about a half a million dollars a year kept his job because of that. So, like, thank God I could influence people in the right way.
1: Do you, do you, uh, I know you tour a lot. Do, are there radio shows that don't have you on because of?
0: No, what I'm getting right now is a lot of apologies from people that were loyal to that side. Yeah. Who are now going, my bad, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, oops.
1: uh, Yeah, that's, I mean, that's got to be. That's going to be pretty uh, satisfying. Yeah, like
0: one of the producers of the 70s show who had said he never wanted to work with me said, man, after all the stuff that I'm in here and I'm rethinking Carlos Mencia, and like, you know, they're, you know, we're trying to see if we can work. But anyway. So all that stuff is happening. I'm just, I'm just, look, dude. I'm just grateful to be on the other side of it.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm happy for you, man. I love that you still, you still out uh, touring. By the way, we should tell everybody Carlos but, is going to be at the Improv this weekend.
0: <laughs> but that's always been my savior. You know, the stage was yes. a safe place always. Yes. The only thing is, is that, you know, when you question yourself as a comedian, it's hard. Because yeah. I teach comics, don't ever. Like tell people or ask people, is this funny? No, you have to be tell fearless. Them it's funny. Yeah,
1: you have to be fearless, and you have to, to do yeah. what you do, and you can't question yourself. And when you've got other people causing you to question yourself, then that's when it messes with your head.
0: It it did for a while, dude. It yeah. did for a while, and now I'm like on the other side of it. I'm I'm like I, I don't question it. I don't I don't see. I don't ask myself, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? How's the bad? What's the right, bad thing right, that right. can happen? I
1: you just, just go do look. It.
0: I'm a good person. I I'm, I'm am I want to make people laugh. Yeah. This is what it is. So I'll give you an example of what I mean. I've always told people if you're easily offended, you know, don't come to my show. But it's usually angry. Right. Right. It usually starts with, you know what, get that out of here in yeah. that attitude. You know, today I'll say, look, guys, in the beginning, if you're easily offended, just please leave. I don't need your money. I don't want you to feel bad. I don't want you to have a bad night. If you're easily offended and you know who you are, please just go. Does anybody leave? Uh, there's been a couple of cases Uh, where where they leave, but but I'm not mad about it anymore. I'm not angry.
1: I'm
0: letting them know like, Hey, this is going to happen because dude, I hate the hypocrisy of it. I hate the fact that when I hang out with my gay friends. Every single gay slur that you cannot say,
1: <laughs> they're saying it, they're like saying it to yeah. them, to me.
0: Uh, yeah. Like, I did not know that I was a queer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I had no idea that I was the F word. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea that I was the N word until I started hanging out with all of my black friends. Right. I mean, You know what I mean? I had no idea, quote, that I'm a chingling until I hang out with my Asian friends. Uh. I, I hate that hypocrisy, dude. Yeah. I hate that. So you're telling me that that I can be that way around you, but around the other people I can't. Like right? That no, that's BS. Dude. I
1: always tell people I'm like, uh, so my son listens <laughs> a lot of rap and hip hop. Yeah. And I'm in the car with him, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So and I, I, I mean, and I right. love the baby. I love him, but right. he uses the N word more yeah. than anybody. And I thought, well, what? No wonder why we can't get rid of it because these young white kids are hearing it. Uh, being glorified a thousand times a minute on the song. They don't. They're growing up thinking that's what you just say. That's what you call each other.
0: Dude, I saw. But 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 here's another thing. Intent is gone as well. Yeah. Like, what you mean. Oh, no. no, no. There's no. Whatever the words are, that's what they say. Right. That's number one. Like
1: that country singer. You know, Morgan Wallen? Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy was just saying it like to one of his boys. Right. He used the N-word like like, like black dudes do to other black dudes. He wasn't even talking about a black dude. And they were ready to cancel that guy because right. his redneck fans were like, "Nope, we'll make him number one." Well, thank God, uh, yeah. yeah, thank
0: God for those types of fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like rednecks and illegal immigrants are my favorite people <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The most dude. loyal group. They laugh. Yeah. They don't care. They never get offended. No. Like I, 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 I. That's. But right now, what we need is, it, it, especially in comedy, like. Most comedians have a point of view that 's very specific, but they attack issues from one side. You know what i 'm saying yeah. I think there's so many sides to to all of these issues, like on the one hand if you're if you 're going to be a racist, be good at it. yeah I think it 's not cool that people in this country who are mad at Asians are beating up so many. Well, they're not Asians. They're mad at Chinese people specifically. Right, right. But we got to tell the whole Asian community, be on alert. Be on
1: alert because we can't tell the difference. Because you can't tell uh. the difference between a Filipino. <laughs> which, by the way,
0: a Filipino is half Mexican pretty much. Right. Like, how, how do you not tell the difference between a dude that looks kind of Puerto Rican-y, you yeah. know what I mean, and, and a full-on hey, Chinese somet- guy? Sometimes
1: these guys filled with hate are also lazy. They'll just grab the closest one they can find. Yeah, except yeah.
0: this is the second time we've done it. Yeah. Right? In 2000, we were beating Hindu Sikhs. Oh, yeah. Because we were because pissed we're off.
1: Because we were mad at that. Uh...
0: Because phonetically, back then, we didn't know the difference between and So there we go, right? <laughs> and so today, I had somebody go, well, I don't know the difference between Chinese and Japanese. And I go, I don't either. But I watched enough anime yeah, and it's... I watched enough Chinese movies that I could tell the difference. Japanese is very angry and staccato. Japanese is very fluid. Japanese sounds like tang tang Chang Nao. And Japanese sounds like Nukuru Nukuru ka like it sounds yeah, yeah. like you could tell immediately. And like if you go to a Chinese restaurant Right, The first thing they do, especially if it's told by like a Chinese lady with an accent, she's like, oh, how you doing? You have been so long. Yeah, oh, yeah. i like to see you. I remember you, while. Right? Like my
1: lady used to say, uh, right. thank, thank you for not cooking when you come to get takeout food. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, you're here. Thank you for not cooking. Yeah. See what I'm saying? The minute you walk into a Japanese spot, especially like a sushi place, yeah. everybody yells out, she must say, right? <laughs> yeah. And I remember the other day, some guy goes, she must say And I looked at my wife and I'm like, why is that Guatemalan <laughs> yelling Because the dude behind there was yeah so
1: that blows my mind when you buy, uh <laughs> when you go get pizza in new york now it's all indian dudes making the pizza flipping it and throwing the cheese on it's all know, indian guys
0: d- d- you know what's funny dude i saw that it it's it's really funny because i i landed in uh where was it uh denver international airport this was a few years back though and all the janitors and this was like i got there really late and all the flights were pretty much done except for the red eyes, and all the janitors were from the Philippines. Uh-huh. And I remember going, my people graduated. Like, that's not us <laughs> right, anymore. Right, right, right. Yes, it's the same thing with the pizzas. Like, yeah. I went to New York, and I saw the same thing, and I went, oh, my God. Yeah. It's been to the point where even Mexicans are like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Like, wow, dude.
1: But that's The best the like, Indians are all Indian guidos. So when you walk in, there, like, hey, what do you got? You want to cheat? I'm like, hey, you don't sound like that. Where is that coming oh, from? Oh, they tried to, They tried yeah, yeah, it, they- they it. up.
0: Yeah. I remember, I remember doing that. So back in the days, in the early 90s, if you went to Benihana, they were supposed to be an authentic Japanese experience. Right, right. But they couldn't afford to get no. all Japanese. Yeah. So, dude, there were dudes that I knew. Were my people, yeah, but they had a name like Kiko or You're something, right. K-I-K-O. Maybe
1: a little bit of uh, a little bit of eyeliner <laughs> on the
0: corner there, just, just a little just tiny bit. Out a little. But me and my brother would just keep telling jokes in Spanish. Uh-huh. You laughing. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and inevitably they would laugh, and we'd be uh-huh. like, "Gosh!" <laughs>
1: What Kiko? Come on, Kiko. Uh, uh, How do you know Spanish? Uh, you know what I mean? And funny. it would come
0: out. It was, but, I mean, look, I, I swear to God, the other day I was at a. Where was I? Uh,
1: Kiko. <laughs> right? Kiko's undercover Hispanic. Well, that's here's the so funny, funny
0: thing there, there's a famous character uh, in Spanish television named Kiko. Uh huh. So I guess he was trying to go uh, with that. I got you. Okay. I don't know if it's K-I-K-O, though.
1: I know Kiko sure. because uh, Los Lobos had a song about Kiko. I know that. It might be about that guy. Yeah, I would imagine so. Uh, this is. Let me just tell everybody. Carlos Mencia is here. He's in town. He's going to be doing comedy at the Improv this weekend in Ebor City. 864-4000 is the number to make reservations for ImprovTampa.com. Uh, go and definitely see if you haven't seen Carlos or if you have seen him recently. He just comes up with new stuff all I've the time. I've never
0: been funnier, really. Yeah. And I mean that, man. Well, you just, seem happier. I, I mean, you always seem pretty I mean, you happy. You know what it is? I'm, I I said to my – two two years ago, about a year, but right before COVID, I think, I said to my uh, therapist, I said, you know, there used to be a thing inside of me. It wasn't arrogance. It was a level of self-confidence that everybody assumed was arrogance. Yeah. And because of my questioning of myself, I got rid of that because you can't have that. You can't have that self-consciousness and try to change. Yeah. Right. You have to be aware of yourself, but not confident within the stuff that you do or else you're going to defend everything you do. So I said, I want to gain that back on stage. And with all the stuff that happened, I gained it. Like the other day, I was at the Laugh Factory and there's a buttload of young comedians. And they're coming up and telling me, you know, hey man, it was wrong, what happened? I don't care what anybody says, blah blah blah. They were really cool. And I remember thinking, Man, I was here about two years ago and I didn't want to go on stage. I was kind of afraid or skeptical. Or, <laughs>
1: you don't know what the reaction's are yeah. gonna
0: Yeah. And I don't know what the fans are gonna do, I don't know what the audience is gonna do. I don't know what these comics are do. <laughs> what jokes can I tell? Do I need to come in early and watch everybody else yeah. and make sure I don't do any oh, stuff like that and all like that stuff? Yeah. I know exactly. And then this last time, bro, I remember thinking, I'm going to go up on stage and show these people what real funny is. Yeah,
1: what got you here?
0: Like, you know, I'm going to make them cry. I'm going to make them laugh. I'm going to make somebody in the audience say, stop. It's hurt. Uh, hurt. You're hurting me. And uh, I did, bro. I went up and I did it. And I heard the, oh, dude, stop, bro. You're, you're You're Dude. You just give me a minute to breathe. And I went, yes. (laughs) Nobody even knew why. It was just like this personal journey of mine through. And and I'm not mad about it. Like, here's an example of what would have pissed me off or driven me to even think about suicide was, do you remember the incident last year where this Asian kid was called a chink or something like that by a white guy in uh, Austin? And then he posted it. And then. But so anyway. Yeah. There's there's a big thing. But what happened was a lot of comedians afterwards got together and some of the same people that were involved in my incident said, That's not cool, man. You do you you do that with you know face to face. Right. You say it face-to-face to another comedian. You won't go around okay, another comedian. I do, I do
1: remember the ching thing now. I, yes. yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Okay. And the
0: comedians were like, dude, he should have just addressed it. He should have went up to him and said it. Right, he should have put it on the internet. In the internet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, that's what you did to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Really? But now uh, yeah. I just go, oh, okay, that's what you did to me, and that's cool. I'm not, I'm not mad about it anymore. I'm not pissed about it anymore. Right, right. I get that I made enemies because... Of my behavior. And, you know, I take responsibility for that.
1: Boy, that therapy really worked good on you, huh?
0: <laughs> hey, listen, the other day they called me up and they said, "You, I, we, we need you to come to the comedy store. And uh, I said, for what? They go, you want to go on last? Or the Laugh Factory, actually. And uh-huh. I said, only if, you know, it's cool with, for me to do 30 to 45 minutes right. at the end. Because if not, you know, I right. don't, don't want to go do 15 minutes, bro. That's right, right, not, right. not what I do anymore. Yeah. I'll go on last. You're not looking for those. That's to not bump spots. anybody. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna go for 15. Yeah. And it was like, no, no, no. You come and do however long you want. I'm like, all wow. right, while well, going on last. So that's something I never would have done before. Yeah. See, before I would have said, I've earned the right to go in and do my time before. You know, these young guys who've don't have, yeah, yeah. never had TV shows, who never did it. Today, I'm like, you know what? Let, let them go. I'll, I'll tell people. I'll be there. Go late. Show up and do my thing. And, you know, work it out. That's good. I, I, I know, I, bro. Look, I know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're in a good spot mentally, which is where it all starts, man. That, it if, has if to. If you're not, yeah.
0: But, dude, we need this right now, bro. In this country that is so negative, like, everything, everybody looks for the bad part. Everybody wants to destroy. Everybody yeah. wants to, you know... Make it, America's broken. For, first of all, man, dude, America's so amazing. We have fat, poor people.
1: Uh, <laughs> like, that's true, that's think about true. this.
0: We go camping in this country. Uh-huh. Our American lives are so amazing, bro, that we literally pretend we're homeless for, for a weekend. <laughs>
1: for enjoyment. Like, yeah. How, yeah, exactly. Uh, how
0: much stuff do you have to have? That in order to be happy, you have to pretend you don't have all that cool stuff. Right. And so for me, it's cool to like bring that to light and go... Like, dude, I remember we went to Djibouti, Africa, right, with uh-huh. Cisco. And Cisco's a really big dude. Yeah. And Djibouti, Northern Africa... Well,
1: they probably worship Cisco over
0: there. Well, girth is a sign of wealth. Yeah. And I kept trying to tell these people... America's so amazing, this dude is broke. <laughs> and, dude, they would look at me. I, there was one guy who came up to me, and he goes like this. Let me tell you something. I go, what? You are a loyal subject, and he should take care of you. Oh, I go, wow. what? Loyal subject? Yeah. He goes, he is obviously something, and you are. Dude, he works for me. What are you oh, talking I, about?
1: I need to go over to He works
0: for me. They, they would, but it, it made me realize, like, you know, look. If you want to cry and complain about America, fine. But whenever you get home or have a chance, I want anybody listening to this to watch those three people that fell off our C-130 air bombers trying to come to yeah. what they believe is paradise. Climbing right?
1: on the side of it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And remember that you woke up there. Yeah. You didn't have to go down on somebody. You didn't have to do a sexual favor. You didn't have to jump a fence. You didn't have to swim a river. You didn't have to lie on an application. You woke up in that great country. Don't forget it, man. Yep. We forgot it, dude. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Everybody's complaining about so much. I was I, at Arby's the other day.
1: Well, that's and, that you should complain about that.
0: <laughs> no, I loved it. But the guy had an attitude.
1: <laughs> yeah. At Arby's.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I looked at him and I'm like, bro, can I tell you something? i don't understand your attitude i just got the best service the other day from somebody with really really extreme cerebral palsy he had a hunch on his back uh-huh. and it was the greatest service i ever got because he was happy to have a job yeah, i go yeah. what is your attitude about and i swear to god the guy goes well how would you feel if you worked at arby's and right. i looked at him and i went oh. yeah and then i said i have to say it i said It would suck if I worked at Arby's. That's why I'm on this side of the counter. Right, right. Like, everything I've ever done in my life is so that I'm not on that side of this counter. Exactly. Whatever you've done makes me... So then later on... To call
1: my friend Galvin, I would look at him and say, (laughs) be better. Be better.
0: Do better. Get out of Arby's. Oh, dude. And so then I ended up at Starbucks. Yeah. And I go, hey, sir. And then this guy goes, sir, I'm a barista. And I'm like, (laughs) you caught me at the wrong time, bro. (laughs) And I go, you know, you're a coffee maker, and you're 28, and you're probably a disappointment to your parents. That's what you really are. And, you know, so a joke was born of that, Uh you know what I mean? And so now I'm I'm able to, like, ironically be crazier than I was before because I'm free again, you know what I mean? I don't care. Like, I don't mind talking about stuff that everybody's afraid to talk about, you know what I mean? Like the gay community. Gay community. Give me a clear answer. That's all I want. I'm yeah. okay with what I don't care what you do with who you do it with doesn't matter to me. Like I remember the first time I was with the trans, it would they they used to call them transsexuals back right. back in the day. Right. So uh, Ron Jeremy introduced me to this really hot chick. We banged and then afterwards they tried to shame me because they're like, dude. I used to be a dude, and I was like, well, she's hot, bro. I don't Uh, care. Like, it doesn't matter to me.
1: Oh, no, I got questions, huh? Oh, yeah? Go for it. You banged the transgender without knowing. Yes. Not gay. Uh, You didn't know? No. Uh, And then, uh, so that plumbing was working good enough where you couldn't tell?
0: Well, no, 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 no. Uh, Let me me clean it up, because on stage, this is really, really funny. Okay. (laughs) Let me see. Okay, so we were going at it, and I went, okay, Either you had like thirty kids, or you're not. You're not like. It's, right. you know I mean? it's yeah. not like throwing a Vienna sausage in a cave right. or anything right. like that. But, but it is what's, awkward. W- yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Like there's something.
1: Something's going on there. It's, it was not. You're doing the same. your kegels. Like, right. What's going on <laughs> right. here?
0: And then, uh, and then, she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't know I was trans? And I was like, "Oh, I did not know." Yeah. And she's like, "Are we cool?" I'm like, "We're we're cool." Yeah. I'm like, "But this." Isn't working for me, like I'm um, you know. Yeah, yeah. So she goes. It wasn't
1: the fact that it was trans; it just wasn't a right. Right. The equipment wasn't
0: right. And then so she's like, "What do we do?" And I was like, "Well, turn around, maybe." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. that'll be better for both right, of us. Right,
1: right. And That's she, where it got gay.
0: And then she, <laughs> and, and then she goes, "Well, I prefer that." And I was like, "It's yeah. on, dude. It well, works." So so I went there, dude. And- It's on, dude. (laughs) Uh, I didn't say that. I referred to her as a woman the whole time. But, like, my friends tried to shame me, and I was like, dude, I I don't, uh, first of all, I don't care. Like, in our community, the Latino community, not in America, but south of the border, the whole gay thing is way different.
1: What's the the big difference?
0: Okay, so I'll tell you a story. Uh, My dad gets really drunk. Uh, My dad has uh, two brothers and a sister. Uh, So my dad goes, mijo. I want you to go up to your tío Carlos and ask him if he's gay. And I was like, "Dad, you're drunk. No, he's gonna beat me up. Uh-huh. Come on, Dad, you know this. Like he has, he's. Wait, you he's tell. like, no, no, no. He's okay. It's okay. Just, he's gonna get mad, but he he's not gonna hear you. But but he's gonna say whatever. And then when he comes down, say. But what about that one time with that one guy? Yeah. Just say that, and you'll, and you'll see what I mean. Okay. So I go up to Mike. I go, Tio, I heard a rumor that you're gay, and he just explodes. You know, no, I am a man. Yo soy hombre. No, what are you talking about? And then I go, but what about that one time with that one guy? And I swear to God, he goes, huh? No, 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 no. I bang him. He no banged me. And I was like, oh! real yeah, yeah, yeah it was real like was... It, and i go but that's gay and he's like no, no he's gay yeah, that's right i teach him a lesson that's like right. oh you taught him a lesson yeah. yeah and so like for us it's different like, like prison
1: in prison right they get mad and they uh they, they hate gay guys but when they get mad they'll go bang another guy to, to embarrass him Right. Yeah, like uh, American History X.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that's what it is. But my point is, is that in my in, in my where I grew up, it's like, hey, dude, you know what I mean? It's yeah, a little, yeah. it's a little wishy washy. Well, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? It's not solid. Uh, it's I don't. Okay. I
1: I couldn't care less who bangs who. <laughs> I, as long as everybody's happy, it doesn't matter to me who's banging who. Dude, I I I, touch, I love to hear stories. About I touched it, the
0: though. penis the other day. I didn't mean you, to. Why? Okay, so we're a, having an orgy, and <laughs> <laughs> it was <laughs> just of the straightest face
1: ever. He goes, yeah, oh, you know, we're having an orgy." <laughs>
0: so it's an orgy, and there's like stuff everywhere. We knew we. I need
1: dude, to hang out with you. I more. literally
0: got C-blocked, uh-huh. right? Like literally right. got C-blocked. So I, I saw a breast, and I went for it. Right. And dude, I, like I went for it, and, and then it all of a sudden, blocked it yeah, like with the C. I don't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. boom, and and yeah. I. I Kind of grabbed it and I looked up and I didn't know what to do, Uh-huh. so I shook it. Like we <laughs> 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 <Like> were <laughs> right each other. I don't know what the, I don't know what the etiquette is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm I saying? think the etiquette is to let it go. <laughs> I know, but yeah. but it was it was weird because I like he looked at me. See, here's the problem. I looked at him like I, was I reaching for you, yeah. and he looked at me like did I put
1: right the, right right like.
0: Did we do something that we don't know about? Uh. And I, so I just went, hey, how's it going? And he like moved his pelvis uh. to shake it too. And then he moved on and like that was it. That, yeah. was, that was the incident. And we kind of went back to our normal thing. And like, you know, there, there have been things in my life that happened like that. And, you know, I, I have no problem with it. But with regards to the gay community, here's what I have to say. <sighs> on the one hand, we're being told don't label us. Right? right that's one of the big things i'm a person don't label me right but then on the other hand there's the people who say no you got to learn a whole new alphabet
1: uh-huh the lgbtq yeah, one, and yeah.
0: a i and y and some type plus <laughs> like right so so for me a joke like that is like just let me know bro yeah i'll call you or not call you whatever, whatever you makes want you happy, yeah. but don't tell me lgbtq and then say why are you labeling me
1: yeah. i'm following <laughs> the
0: letters that you put forth Dude, there's a great joke that I do about how you can't talk about Transformers anymore.
1: (laughs) The Uh, the robot?
0: Well, you know what I mean. But, like, the joke, because it's very ducked out, so I make the sounds that they make when they transform. Right. And I say, I used to have a P, but now I have a V. And I am, you know, uh, I I am P prime. Uh, But here's a great part of the joke. like, right, so she transforms, she had a penis, now she has a vagina, and she's like, I am. P prime, and then I go. Yeah, you're not an Autobot. You're a Decepticon, dude. <laughs> dude, good. such a great, great That's joke. Good. And then I, and then I end up giving them names. And you know, how often are you going to orgies? <laughs> very rare. Who's in the orgy with very, you? Very, very rare. Like really, the, really rich people.
1: Yeah, like people Naples, we would know.
0: Naples, rich. Oh, hmm. Naples, rich. Like, okay, so here's the difference. I performed the Naples and Sarasota. I'll tell you the difference. Okay. In Naples. Seventy-year-old women are bangable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have the money. They took care of They're every tightening part everything up. of their. They even got vaginal rejuvenation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you hit that, bro. I'm telling you, it's amazing. And
1: how are you getting invited to orgies with seventy-year-old women?
0: I mean, this is like is this is fans. This is uh, you in clubs. Here's what it is, dude. Uh, sometimes you know, at the end of the, especially second shows, I bring up Cisco at the end of the shows. Right. And Cisco likes asking people questions about sex for some reason. Yeah, he just, he just yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll just ask people whatever. And so it ends up going to that place a lot. Yeah. And then, you know, when I tell people that I'm open to it or that I've done it, they're kind of like, oh, so you've been in Orange before? Oh, but yeah. you've been in Sweeters Clubs before? Oh, you know, that kind of thing. And so, you know, when really, really rich people invite you to do some cool stuff like that.
1: Yeah. It's It's like it's it's like that movie with Tom Cruise where you show up with the mask on.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was kind of like, but it was it was just it, it was weird because here's what it is: I don't know how much, I don't know how many of them were paid to be there as opposed to how many of them were actual swingers. Gotcha. But I felt sexy because everybody wanted to do everybody. Okay. Right. So, there was no there was no like oh no, 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 not you, can I do your friend
1: right, everybody's just getting everybody yeah, yeah.
0: It, that 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 felt pretty cool, like that makes you feel you know what i mean like yeah, oh, wow yeah. i'm 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 doable, I'm likable, I'm cute, yeah
1: now are in these in these but a lot
0: of weird body parts touch
1: that's what I was gonna say, so are you doing? Are you doing uh, accidental and maybe intentional gay stuff in the orgies? Never,
0: never like on purpose because it doesn't turn me on. But, you know, when I was invited to the DP, that was like, whoa, hey. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Okay. okay. Uh, Was not ready for that. Right, right. right, right. And it's not what you think, right? Our genitals were not. It was his hairy leg Yeah
1: rubbing your hairy leg. Touching
0: my hairy Right. See, that was the part that freaked me out. Yeah. It wasn't like the, the the other parts was like, eh, whatever. It was like when his hairy leg got me, I was that's like, a, dude. That's a
1: man right there. Th- that is, yeah.
0: Don't touch me there. Like I
1: I love that somebody in this listening audience somebody is driving right now going. I knew that was Carlos Mencia at that orgy. I knew it was. I wanted to call him out so bad, but I didn't want to embarrass him. I knew it was They him. didn't
0: say it was me. No. That nobody said so. No, you don't bring but, it up. But there yeah. Were, yeah, but there were some, like, you could see some, like, I know who
1: you are. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Like, this is ring? a, Tampa's a less rich uh, Naples, so, but you can, you But oh, No,
0: Sarasota's the one beneath, right? Sarasota's just one yeah, beneath.
1: Yeah, the further north you come, the less you, the economy goes So, down.
0: Sarasota has, the, they have the money for the face. They yeah. look good. And the breasts. Yes. But right here, it looks like a scrotum. The so they neck. don't have, you know <laughs> the what I'm saying? Necks, like yeah. they got the turkey neck, so the face is good. And then right here, uh, blah, blah, blah,
1: like we, the, couldn't, blah. we couldn't afford Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 I got gotcha. you. And, the, and
0: then, like, um, so the further up you go, I guess, yeah.
1: Well, the by, less you can afford everything oh, else. Oh, yeah, yeah. By the time you get up to uh, <laughs> Pensacola, <laughs> terrible.
0: Oh, uh, dude, I've been there, bro. That's like the redneck part, like yes. the real redneck part of your state, this the Pensacola, is so funny. The Tallahassee. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's when I got you want to go mud like that's yeah, where yeah, that happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that one turned into an orgy too in uh, Tupelo, Mississippi. Oh wow, uh, Tunica, Mississippi.
1: Tu- even worse, Tunica, Mississippi. Yeah, yeah,
0: a boatload of like old poor black people and rednecks invited me to go mudding.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's, uh, that's you go really mudding and then it turned into a dirty orgy.
0: Well, yeah, and yeah. then and then everybody the transsexual asked you to go mudding too. Yeah, <laughs> dude, when I just so you know, bro, the first time I got invited mudding and they described it to me, I said no because I, that's exactly what I said. I said I feel like I'm gonna get raped here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's right? like you're
1: getting set up for right. Because yeah. he
0: goes mudding. I said, what is that? He mm, goes, well, it involves know. a truck, a lot of beer. and You go in the middle of nowhere, and mm-hmm, I was like. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, that's I'm
1: um, Sicilian, right? And people always want to take me fishing, and I'm like, mm-mm. right, exactly. I know, this ends
0: exactly. Me, that, like
1: that's... at the edge of uh, the boat, and like big pussy, and you gotta shoot me and push me in. There's no way.
0: Exactly, dude. That's uh, how. I, that's how I felt.
1: Galvin. Before uh, Carlos and I went on the air, we were talking about all the gay stuff that Cisco has done in the past. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I was very surprised by that. By the way, Cisco, not the thong song singer, no, Cisco. No, no, no. Cisco Carlos is friend who is a comedian. Yeah. I'm
0: joking. By the I'm way, I'm sure Cisco, Cisco. Actual like Cisco. Cisco has probably done some crazy. Oh, stuff. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. Just, uh, once once you button. get to a certain level, bro, yeah, it just, of, of like craziness, it, it just, you know. It,
1: that's it, where Eddie Murphy was at, I think. Eddie Murphy, when he picked up that uh, transgender uh, process. Or Mick Jagger
0: and David Bowie.
1: Yeah, I think they just had so much. They're like, we got to do something else. We've done everything else. Right. So there has to be something.
0: I Plus, haven't gotten there yet. No,
1: no, that's what I say. Right. I'm not even close. I'm not even close. Yeah.
0: But uh, but I have had the, like these encounters. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: Listen, uh, but life experiences. You
0: know, like the first time, you know, some girl wanted two guys it was you know it's it's a it's a weird yeah it's you gotta weird. figure it all out yeah uh. but i also think it's not cool that women get to say i tried it when i was in college but i didn't like it right like
1: and nobody's labeling them right for nobody's yeah. labeling
0: them for that yeah. like a, a woman can say i tried it but a guy can't be like well i experimented because you know i don't know. They're, know the old joke
1: i know right we just do one yeah exactly uh, but we i we have a guy that works at the radio station uh that was we were talking to and he talked about how he liked to make out with dudes in college and that every once in a while he's got a girlfriend but he did like to make out of dudes. And the, the truth is, we'd love to talk to him because that stuff's interesting and it's kind of funny to sure. like, poke fun at him. But the truth is, nobody nobody cares. Like, we're not like, oh, that guy. <laughs> like, it's at the point now where we, we still bust balls a little bit. But nobody cares. Nobody cares.
0: Dude, when when I was a kid, we had a buddy. His name is uh, Tim. And he came out of the closet to us. Right. When he came out of the closet, long story short, he was very serious. Yeah. Because for, for him, it was this pivotal moment. Sure. So he was like, I'm gay and if our relationship changes it's because you changed i'm accepting who i am and i don't want to be this way but it is what it is and i'm gay and i looked at him and i went you're the only one that didn't know bro we've known you're gay he was so gay that we literally as friends contemplated like hitting on him yeah so that he would like feel better so that he would know that he was out of the closet like so Come out of the closet, please. Which, like, it, it was, it was, it was this, we- it was this weird, it was this weird moment because he kind of didn't want us to know that he knew that he did, but we told him that. But, yeah. but then I told him, I go, dude, I know you were gay in kindergarten. Yeah,
1: you could just tell.
0: Just totally
1: I watched tell. I this MTV show one time I forgot what it was. <laughs> Galvin you may know it's it was like teenagers doing stuff and this teenager's Hispanic kid was uh was gay and he was going to come out to his father. Mm-hmm. And his father was an old Hispanic man and they made it like he was going to be very upset. So he has he invites his father out to this park and he's sitting on a picnic table and he's like, "Dad, I have something to tell you." And he's like, "Yes, son." And he's like, "I am gay." And the father was like, "Yes, son." You have posters of Justin Timberlake on your wall. And he's like, <laughs> I've known for some time now. He's like, I don't care. And he was like, like the kid wanted to be so dramatic about it, and the father right. was like, Yeah, no kidding. We know you gay. Oh, no, Carlos.
0: That, yeah, that's what that's way that's the way it was for us. And so you know, we but we literally contemplated. Like yeah. I told him, I go, dude, I don't want to. And this was real. I go, I don't want to watch crease again. <laughs> I don't, dude. I'm embarrassed by the fact that I know the words. Right. I'd rather watch gay porn with
1: you than watch Grease again.
0: But do you you understand? Like, most people make... Noises. I literally know that we go together. Oh, like yeah, Lama 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 Dinga Forever. That you Boom Boom Shake Shake Shake. Dude, I hate that I know that. Yeah. yeah. I watched Grease with him, dude. Every that's time so the Grease Lightning song came out, I could swear he got a hard on. Yeah. And I was like, How do you not know you're gay, dude? Uh, that's great.
1: Yeah. Uh Carlos, I love seeing you. Thank you so much for getting up early and coming in. You can go see Carlos Mencia this weekend. What did I would just say. For Friday and Saturday.
0: Yeah, and by the way, I want to give a shout-out, and I rarely do this, to all the 20-somethings that have, that, uh, dude, I'm getting so many stories today of kids that were 8, 9, 10, 12, when Mindy and came out, yeah. and their parents, like, didn't want them to watch the show, mm-hmm. but they snuck downstairs and watched it anyway, and now they're 23, 25, yeah. and coming to the shows, to, to, to see them, that revelation of, like, oh my God god i've been wanting to meet you and you're funnier than i thought and oh my god and when i was a kid bro i was a kid you know what i mean if it's it feels so good to be back in this space and that they're feeling that way you know what i mean so special shout out to them because they kind of rejuvenated my mental the mental aspect of all this stuff
1: yeah and then
0: next time i come in we got to talk about the fact that my wife gave me a mickey
1: Oh, really? My,
0: my wife roofied me.
1: Oh, yeah, please. I, yeah. I, uh, and then last time, let's plant an orgy for next time. I think that would be great.
0: Whatever you do. Yeah. We, uh, the guys from Naples said whenever, bro. <laughs> Ser- I'm not even kidding, dude. I'm oh, totally you're not even kidding.
1: You're so great. It's great to see you. Likewise, bro. Uh, we will take a break. Go see Carlos at, at, uh, at the Improv.